Time for this week's edition of the Source Weekly Update. Hot off the press and into your ear. Every week, found wherever you get audio. Time now to take a look at a couple of the highlights found this week on the Source Weekly's website, bensource.com. First up from our news desk, we're open, but this is not business as usual, by Laura Bronze. Deschutes County Commissioner Patty Adair heard the news from the state Wednesday night at 9.23 p.m. The county's application to move into Phase 1 of reopening was accepted. That means starting Friday after nearly seven weeks of forced or recommended closure due to the spread of COVID-19, some local businesses will open their doors. Restaurants, salons, and gyms can welcome customers with a host of distancing restrictions and sanitation protocols. Owners, employees, and patrons will now have more freedom, but greater personal responsibility. When people leave their house, they're expected to wear masks and maintain six feet from other people outside their household, Governor Kate Brown said. Social gatherings of 25 people or fewer are also okay, but large events are still off the table until September, unless these events can be restructured with smaller crowds. Gyms now have capacity limits, vigilant sanitation, and need to collect client contact information for contact tracing. Showers and pools are closed for now. Neither the governor nor the DCCs said they plan to strictly enforce the new regulations, but agencies such as Oregon Occupational Safety and Health Administration can issue fines. Brown announced Thursday that 28 out of 36 of the state's counties were approved. State officials denied the applications of Marion and Polk counties due to an increase of cases in the Salem area. Three more counties, Amatilla, Morrow, and Jefferson, were still under review Thursday morning, but Jefferson made the cut Thursday afternoon. The state and the county released a glut of information over the past few days, detailing the new regulations under Phase 1. City and county leaders recommend first digesting the state's guidelines at coronavirus.oregon.com. The Bend Chamber of Commerce offered some resources and a webinar for businesses for Oregon's reopening plan on its website. Next up, their own drumbeat by Laurel Bronze. As of Monday, the Confederated Tribes of Warm Springs reported a total of 15 COVID-19 positive cases within the boundaries of the Warm Springs tribal lands near Madras. Early in May, as cases kept climbing, the CTWS's Tribal Council approved a number of safety measures, including social distancing and wearing masks, and extended the closure of the tribal government offices until the end of May. Tribal Council has chosen health and safety over getting back to making money, wrote Louis Pitt, the Director of Government Affairs and Planning for CTWS, in a statement. How much is a life worth? We will get back to work, but do so in the Warm Springs way a cautious, gradual opening up of government, knowing the value of a life. The Warm Springs Health and Wellness Center set up an orange tent outside the building for drive through screening and testing. The center serves about 4,000 people who live on the reservation and is available to another 1,300 additional tribal members who live scattered throughout towns in Oregon, including the Dalles and Hood River. The health center has tested 237 people with 222 negative results, and no hospitalizations, according to a blog post on KWSO, Warm Springs Radio 91.9 FM. The health center has the capacity to test 459 more people with a combination of state test kits and commercial kits from Abbott, 
the company that invented the toaster-sized COVID-19 testing machine. And finally, Murder Hornets by Kayla Clark. As if a global pandemic wasn't horror feature-like enough, we now have to worry about giant venomous murder hornets decapitating our honeybees and viciously killing our brethren. Or do we? As it turns out, while the Asian giant hornet was spotted in Washington state late last year, only one was officially discovered, and it was already dead. Of course, as soon as the news of a giant murderous hornet that had recently made an appearance in the United States made headlines, buzz surrounding the deadly insect spread through social media outlets like wildfire. Contrary to the frightening images their dubbed name instills, Asian giant hornets do not actively seek out mayhem. It is responsible for roughly 50 deaths worldwide on an annual basis, and has been known to destroy honeybee hives by killing of thousands of honeybees. But no, the murder hornets are not coming for us. The U.S. Department of Agriculture's Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service confirmed one sighting in September and was looking into another possible sighting that occurred three months later. Despite the fact that news of the first sighting is still making headlines, entomologists widely agree that there is no immediate cause for concern. While Central Oregon is currently in the clear, local beekeepers are staying vigilant. Seeing as the only two confirmed identifications in the U.S. have been in Washington State, we here in Oregon are on the front lines, explained Jimmy Wilkie, a Bend-based beekeeper. Correct trapping and identification of this hornet needs to be the top priority if there are any potential sightings. There really isn't a direct threat to our community at this point in time, and there's certainly no cause to panic. The truth is, they were predicted to arrive in the U.S. long before now. Wilkie explained that, the traps for the typical hornets and wasps that we have now are too small for the Asian hornet. Beekeepers and scientists are currently working alongside the Japanese to adapt their methods of eradicating the wasp. After the two sightings in Washington, new techniques began being implemented. These hornets are super nasty, and the more you educate yourself and correctly identify wasps and hornets, the better. It's important to understand the distinction. Otherwise, a concerned citizen might end up killing a queen bee mistaking it for a hornet, which could be devastating to the hive. If you do spot what you think might be an Asian giant hornet, contact the authorities immediately. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of the Source Weekly Podcast. For more on these and other stories, log on to our website, bensource.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Sam Scholl.